Welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of K-Fave Comparisons. My name is Mr. Know-It-All, Daniel John Schaefer, and I am joined, as always, by the KG Pass Lush. Hey, yeah, now. Hey, now. I'm doing awesome. This is our first show, and many people might not know because you really didn't tell anybody that we were doing a format change. I mean, I, know, I don't I, I don't remember you that. saying it. Um, yeah, but we have a format hey, change, and this yeah, is the a whole first. New format change. You just heard the new song. Uh, hopefully, you see the brand new graphic that we got. Hey, season two, baby. It's season two. But speaking of season two, I got some great feedback from my anniversary episode. You guys downloaded the crap out of that thing. I'm really, really impressed with the uh, the numbers that we did. So thank you so, yes. so much uh, for downloading that. Kath, did you get any good feedback from the anniversary show? Oh, my goodness, did I? Let oh, me yeah. tell you. Let me tell you. So former President Jimmy Carter. I wouldn't yeah. have guessed this guy listened to podcasts. I'm going to tell you. He's <laughs> falling a lot. I know he's got cancer. He shot me a text. I don't know how he got his number. <laughs> he's been falling. He's been hitting his head, but he texted me. I know he's got. He's still got Secret Service, so I figure that's yeah. how he got my number. But he just I said, thought. hey, man, you guys are doing a great job. We're, we're down here in Georgia uh, peanut farming. And, uh, yeah, he said he loved it. He said when he's on the peanut farm, it helps him pass the time. And oh. uh, that's how he does it. He loves our podcast. So what, did you hear anything? podcast. Yeah, and I've got, I mean, it was mostly just homies and people like that saying that they enjoyed the show. Ooh. It was funny and whatnot. Ooh. But hopefully you enjoy the, you know, the, this, that was actually really more of like the end of season one. This episode is going to be straight up brand new sequence season yep. two. But don't worry, there's a kayfabe comparison here for sure. We are going to be going through our top 10 wrestlers of the decade from mm. 2010 until 2020. Man, I want to start this thing off, though. With some honorable mentions, because ten is you know it's a small number when you really think about ten years worth of great wrestlers. Wait That's a minute, a small number. I did nineteen sixty to nineteen seventy. Oh, I might have oh, read your text wrong. Yeah, it's okay. Well, you know, I'm gonna start off with really with the Briscoe. Um, no, um, yeah, I do want to say my list. Let's start off with with me explaining my list. It's a it's a it's it's my personal opinion. There's some people in here that are, are pretty high just because. Right, right. They're my personal favorites, and there's some people that are on the list that maybe I just really didn't like, but I know they really changed things, and they're part of the – because how I thought about the list were, who are the people who meant something to the decade? that I might have really liked them personally, so maybe they're higher, but I put my list together. Whoever's in the top ten to me did something in this decade. Like They changed the yeah. game as yeah. much oh, as yeah. they can. No, 100%. Yeah, and, and, and I think we, we, kind of, we kind of touched on this um, earlier, but I do think that, like, I took into account, uh, it's not just, like, my, my personal favorite guys, you know, because there's a lot, right. of, a lot of guys that never really, that I've loved, that I still love, that never really made it past the mid-card, uh, cough, Dolph Ziggler, uh, that I would love to put hey on now. this list, but is it really deserve to be in the top ten of the right. decade? I don't, I don't know. Um, so, yeah. But and it's not, like, and moment. it's not best ring, rest, in-ring wrestlers. It's not right. it's a, overall, not it's overall, best draw. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like the past ten years. Every, yeah, yeah, exactly. Just we got to get that out there. But you were saying honorable mentions, honor, honorable. Let me say it right, honorable mentions. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. so who almost made the cut but didn't quite make the cut for the KG Cast Lush? There's a couple. There's okay. just I, I have okay, how many? Cool. I have four honorable mentions. 
Do you have? I have. I have actually four honorable mentions so okay. that works out. We didn't plan okay. this. At, we didn't talk about our list at all, by the way. So I have no three. idea what he's gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought three? you said. I thought I you said, said three. Man, maybe check. have that's like possible. three. Yeah, that's the only thing you told me was, hey, oh, have, well, maybe I put, have three. I put, I put four. But, but yeah. oh, you might have said four, but I thought you said three, and I was like, I'm going four. But um, okay. yeah. So and you know, a little bit of this is hard. Ten is hard, dude. So let me start. Yeah, let's start tough. with my first honorable mention. And it kind of sucks that he dated. Uh, I almost want to like, as I'm reading this, I want to redo my list, but I gotta go with it. So this one's kind of easy for me. I'll get to the other ones here in a second, but I'm gonna start with Randy Orton. Randy Orton is an honorable mention. I looked you know at what? when I'm I, gonna go ahead and say this too, because like I don't want to have to do this back and forth. He's actually on my list of honorable mentions. So okay. like I agree. But did you know like he did a lot but didn't quite make the cut for I saw me some personally. Yeah, some people's lists had him at like four, some people had him at eight, some people he was on almost every list. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, he was as you say, blandy. I mean he just he didn't yeah. change much. He kinda was a filler when some other people, as JR would say, were out on the sideline learning a new hold, you know. Um, he kind of just yeah. was the oh, yeah. guy you could count on. So he's great. Yeah. He's an honorable mention. He was yeah. always there. He's a great athlete, but he's he's not a memorable per- you know, Like There's people from 50 years ago that wrestled that we don't know their name. There's other people oh, totally. from 50 years ago that we know their name. Randy, in about 50 years, nobody, nobody's going to know his name. Nobody, yeah. I mean, come on. I'm, yeah. I mean. Maybe or it'll be, or it'll be, it'll be few and far between. Yeah, and he's a third generation, so probably. Yeah. And he's got like youngest champion. At Lineage. One. So, probably. I mean, I would, I would argue like if it's just a weird decade too. Like, like if if we did, if we had done this list like uh, let's say 2005 to 2015, like yeah. he would have been in the top ten because he oh, did yeah. some great yeah. from like I'd say 2004 to 2009. That five year span, that was his best work. Legacy. Uh, the legend killer. That was all his best stuff. But once you got into this new decade, I mean, sure, yeah, he's been great. He's had some good storylines. Yeah. Uh, the and authority and Seth was good. Um, every now and then he was in a pretty good angle. He had a couple angles in like the very early 2010, like 2011 with Edge. He gets like, a good run with him. Then we're kind of seeing that resurface now on the current day stuff. Uh, so he had some good stuff in this in that time period. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't think he actually deserved top ten. Yeah, and this has to do also with the rest of the list. What I'm about to say is. I'll, I'll be honest. It's hard to put yourself at the beginning of the decade, and I tried as best as I could to remember things and go back and look at a couple things and read about the beginning of the decade, but we are coming off uh, at least like the last five years are way more fresher, obviously, than the first than the first yeah. five years, so yeah. it's hard. So maybe we're biased. Maybe I'm biased with, with the Randy thing because I am kind of just – the the more recent stuff is definitely fresh. I tried to sure. block that. I didn't. I was trying not to be too ignorant in my list, but there's you're you're just as a human, you know, that was the last stuff we really have seen. So maybe he should be more on the list, but for both of us, he's on there. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to give give my next one? Yeah, go ahead. So somebody who I've actually I've liked a lot, but I don't watch the promotion. This is a non-WWE guy. I don't watch the promotion. He's from a different country. I got to watch him a lot on TV with Jim Ross uh, announcing him, and I think he's the greatest person out of Japan, and I, I, I really do like him. This is not me trying to be a smart mark, but Okada was just a guy I thought was – he was always dominant in sure. those the magazine that did like the top 
100 wrestlers. He won it a lot. I think he's got to be an honorable mention. Do I know a lot about oh, him? Oh, yeah, if you sat yeah. here and said, like, really, Cass? What, who, how many times has he won the champ? I, I don't know. I've seen him as the champion. I've seen him res- wrestle uh, Kenny Omega and people like that yeah. and, and AJ. Yeah. And he's just, with, especially with Jim Ross announcing it on Access TV, I think yeah. uh, I think he's got to be one just because. Sure. Um, and I can piggyback off that, too. Um, yeah. Like for me, I'm I'm in the same boat. Like my my one of my honorable mentions is actually Nakamura, just because like I know he's been in the WWE, oh, wow. but the first half from 2010 to 2015, he was killing it in New Japan. I mean, yeah. he was like the most sought after free agent, period, at, at least until the Kenny Omega thing happened with AEW. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think Nakamura, those first ten, like those first five years, 2010 to 2015, he was great. His NXT run was great. Um, so oh, yeah. I mean, granted the past couple years he's obviously fallen off and that's why i didn't make my list uh but he was my, my honorable mention too do you have a third one for me oh you got four right yeah, yeah i have four i will yeah. say on that on that uh I, I didn't have uh shinsuke yeah if shinsuke's wwe main roster run would have uh lasted as well as the nxt run he would be up there because he yeah. was like he was the first guy since Shawn michaels that's a big for me big thing for me to say he's the first guy that i was like who I gotta watch this guy when yeah, he was in yeah, NXT. Yeah. I wasn't even watching NXT. I saw this, guy, yeah. and I remember people would say everybody said the same thing. He's the type of guy that you see him and you just gotta watch him. Like, what yeah. is this guy? He's flamboyant. Yeah. He's like, Charisma. he's doing these things I've never seen. He's making yeah. hand gestures. I remember even like my girlfriend would would stop and watch him, and she doesn't like wrestling. Like he, Shinsuke yeah. was just a guy that was captivating and whatever yeah. they they really screwed it when he went to the main roster so um i'm gonna save oh, my especially in that new Japan run too yeah yeah so i have one guy on here that i know is on your main list and i want him to be on my main list but i didn't it's just the 10 was not long of a list so i'm gonna skip that one i'm gonna go to my third it's another guy that i think is one of the most hardworking and the most deserving he should be in the hall of fame but he didn't make my 10 it's the miz mike the miz from the real world. Okay. I love the man, right, but right. he did not make my top 10, but he did make honorable mention just because he's awesome and he's a true heel when he is a heel and he really yeah. makes people hate him. He's one of the best heels in the top decade because there was only like three that actually were true heels. Sure. Um, but uh, yeah, Miz doesn't make it and so, that hurts me. So the third guy on my list is, I'm probably sure is on your list somewhere. Uh, but again, just my personal opinion of him, and I only think he kind of shaped up his in-ring work and my enjoyment of him in the past couple years, and that's going to be Brock Lesnar. Great guy, big name, big draw, but he did not make my top ten. Uh, he is an honorable mention for me. Uh, big draw, a lot of people enjoy those matches, but he's not in my top ten. Um, so, no, yeah, comment. Then, no comment. No okay, comment. Okay, okay, so this is my fourth one. Because you had yeah. a fourth one you skipped, right? Why well, are yeah, you scared skipped, to say it now? I, I want to – give me – it's perfect. Tell me yours. Well, I already mentioned mine. Like, I kind of gave – cats. Dolph Ziggler is my honorable mention. Oh, because of just – if you go from 10 years, from 2010 to now, I mean, he had some really, really good runs – like 2013 uh, with this world champ run. Uh, the stuff that he did with AJ Lee was great. Uh, I mean, some of the matches that he had with Daniel Bryan before he got hurt were phenomenal. Um, some, some of the stuff he did with The Miz was really, really good during that IC run on SmackDown. Uh, yeah, I love Ziggler. He is HBK Jr. That's kind of what's hurt him. But uh, yeah, love him. Yeah. Just didn't quite make the top 10 because it was always, even though it was a good run, it was always a mid-card storyline. Yeah, man. So... This next guy could literally interchange with a couple people on my list, but I couldn't figure it out. I mean, this guy has literally schooled the wrestling world on how to 
stay in the business for a long time and uh, change your and and just re you know boot yourself into a better way. And he's gone to help a new company, and his name is Chris Jericho, and he did not make the top what? ten list for Cast wow, Money. Okay. He wow. did not make it. Wow. It, he's like okay. eleven. But he could have got switched out with like nine. He could have got switched out with eight. He could have been up there, but I had to put some of these other people in because of what they've done to change things. And not to say he hasn't. If I'm, I'm gonna cop out a little bit. He's part of my (laughs) ten. He's part of my ten. I just don't know how to put him in. You can't do it. You can't do it. The honorable mention is fine. Hey, look, dude. We always talked about this. Like ten is a small number. So yeah, him being ten. Not or like eleven for you. It is what it is. But you know what? That's like gonna bring him, us to I the like actual him way list. Way more than my number four, by the way. My number four. I like Chris Jericho a hundred times more. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, all right. So number ten. I'm gonna kick it off. He was actually one of your honorable mentions. Of course, I love the dude. He started the decade as the WWE champion. He had a phenomenal um, IC run. Uh, he has his own reality show now. Everybody will knock him because of his in-ring work, but I absolutely love the guy. It is Mike the Miz Mizanin. He is number 10, top 10 wrestlers of the decade for me. I think his work kind of speaks for himself. Uh, the, the like crowning jewel in this past decade for me is actually a promo of his, which it is the Miz. Um, but there was a talking smack promo that he did when Daniel Bryan was the yes. GM. And he just went off script and improv and that was one of the best heel promos I've heard maybe even ever not. I mean, I'm talking about like great heel promos from Flair in the eighties. And I mean, you know, not like great nineties attitude era. All those guys could talk, dude. That promo was dramatic. You felt it. It felt like a shoot. It was so good. Uh, if you get a chance, go check. I'm, I'm going to try to give you one thing out of everybody on my list uh, over the past 10 years to check out. I would say that promo on talking smack to me is the reason why Mike, the Miz, Mizanin made my list at number 10. Man, I, I like that. I like that a lot. And I'll say this about Mike, dude. He's a true fan. If you ever watched him, he was on Real World yeah. Back to New oh, York. Yeah. He, he'd get drunk. He'd walk around with a plastic WWF title, and he'd act like The Rock. The Miz. That's why yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. The Miz. And he'd pop the people's eyebrow. And that's when I fell in love with him because I used to love The Real World back when it was, yeah. when it was actually oh, yeah. a good show. And, man, he just that's, – that's what makes a good superstar sometimes. It's just somebody who loves the business and knows the business because then you get the balls to go off script at a moment like that when he did because he's taken energy from all the people that he loved. And yeah. you just get confident. For somebody who doesn't know the business, I don't think they could ever do what he did or ever be as good as a heel. Like I said, honorable mention, he's one of the best heels, man. Like him and Kevin Owens, uh, and even Kevin Owens is kind of a babyface heel. Miz was like a true heel. Like people didn't like him. Oh, I agree. 100%. Um, and and then and it's so funny with the smart marks is like they hate him so much that they talk bad about him on the internet and how much he sucks. It's like no, dude. This is good. That's killing. He's doing a great job. Like, yeah, that dude, you're not. And his in-ring work only got better from 2010 until now. He's, I mean, he's a great in-ring worker. Does he work light? Sure. Does he work a WWE quote-unquote work style? He's not. He might not be stiff enough quote-unquote for some people. But like, whatever. I think he's a great. I think WWE guy. He was a fan of so much. He's only been in the WWE. I mean, what do you expect? He's like a perfect WWE guy. My number ten is one of my favorite female superstars and she's only been in the decade for a little bit of time but i think she's changed 
women's wrestling and wrestling in general so much. I think she's the most over wrestler right now, and she was the most over wrestler in 2018 and 19. And for a woman wrestler to be more over than the men, I'm not saying that because I'm sexist. Just that's never happened. You definitely get the top ten of the decade, and that's Becky Lynch gets my top ten. Nice. And that's, she's, in, she's number 10. She's 10. She makes the cut, and that is why. What I just said there, man, the fact that she could be that over. Uh, she wasn't yeah. in the decade for that long of a time, but oh. her whole story of being a flight attendant and almost quitting, and then yeah. NXT all the way to being in the WWE for years. She was on the main oh, roster yeah. for a couple years, just chugging along, and then all of a yeah. sudden she does this whole I'm the man thing or and just is a oh, rocket. Yeah. Just it blew up. Everybody. No, I agree. I, I still don't think that that's enough. I, maybe it's just me, but a couple years is not enough. I, I love what Lynch is doing now. Hopefully, I'm saying this for the next you know decade, like Becky Lynch is, is in my top ten. Uh, but she didn't even make the honorable mention cut just because it was a really good year for wrestling, man. Like, And she's was. granted done great for but two or three years. Like, There's a couple of guys that were had a really good run in, the, in like the, the mid-2010s that I just didn't put anywhere on the list and it, not because they weren't great and they weren't super over at the time, but like Ray Mysterio jr. Did not make my list. You know what I'm saying? Like at oh, all. Yeah. I didn't make, no, you know, no. like, but he had a great run in that decade, you know, like, yeah. Um, same, same I wonder, thing with, with Becky. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to have the same person at the same number at one point. I, I, I hope I'm so. Gonna, I'm going to so. say not. I'm going to say no. I'm going to okay, say, well, not. the odds of that, how much they've already started off. Guy, I don't know if this next guy from my side, at least, is it any going to be anywhere near your list, oh, but might be. all right. To go through controversy and to be the guy that had the rocket strapped to him and have the people reject him and him stay with it and improve and just make it work. Uh, Roman Reigns is my number nine of the decade. Uh, I remember the Shield started in 2013, so he's been in the in in the WWE for quite a while now. Uh, and he had a great run. Those shield matches were great. Everybody loved him up until 2015. Uh, and then when you know, I think the only reason why he never got where he was going to go was because everybody just wanted Brian and everyone like acted like it was because he rain sucked, but everybody was on the reigns train until that Daniel Bryan Royal rumble happened. Like, and if Brian yeah. had won and, and Roman reigns had been number two, I think he would have he'd had a more successful career if he had just bypassed that. Like, and not that, I mean, the dude's been champ for pretty much the entire time he's been on TV. Uh, but you know what? I think he's like the most improved guy of the decade too. gotta be in the top 10 Roman reigns for me. The uh, the second match that he had with Brock Lesnar, I want to say it was at like Survivor Series 2016. Uh, that's my pick for him. Uh, you should go check yeah. that one out. That match, he more than carried his own. It was like the first real match that Brock had had after coming back that wasn't that was like a real match with someone other than John Cena. Um, so right. yeah, I, I really enjoyed that, and that's my pick for number nine, Roman Reigns. I'll tell you this, man. He's not my number nine, but he's number one on the list of wrestlers who just got screwed yeah. by booking. Oh, yeah. Because there's he's in a lose-lose, and it just totally yeah. tanked him for a while. And I've joked about it before. Cancer kind of helped him become a baby face for the first time in yeah, a long time. As weird as that is, it's so it's, true. It happened. I've never seen that happen before. Uh, but he's not my number nine. Who is my number nine is a man who is also – like Randy has a father that was in the business. He had, uh, you know, I would say a struggling early decade, but he ended up changing the decade for the better, teaming up with a guy named 
Tony Khan, I think, something Khan, and started AEW. I'm going with Cody as my number nine. All right. But the decade, I think he's, yeah. he's changed the decade. If you look at what happened in the decade of 2010 to 2020, what happened? This is one of the most craziest things. And oh, his yeah. in-ring work. The dude started he, a company. Yeah, he I mean. had a match at Ring of Honor with uh, – uh, what's his name? Chris Angel? No. Uh, that's a that's a magician. Chris, uh, Chris Daniels. Chris Daniels. He's yeah. the whatever angel. You know what yeah, I mean? Fallen I, angel, Christopher Daniels. Yeah, fallen I'm angel, with Christopher I'm Daniels. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. You you got me. Um, please make fun of me on Twitter for saying for saying the magician. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> the magician, Chris Angel. <laughs> Please make fun of me on Twitter. Uh, I do all the time. Like By the way, Cass never gets on our Twitter, so all the stuff that like never. you guys ever see, he never even looks at it. <laughs> never been there. It's all I, me. So it's all me. You guys are always talking to me. <laughs> I need to get better at that. I'm, for a young guy, I suck at internet stuff. It's um, fine. It's fine. I, I, I got you. Um, I just I'm on. I'm like the old man on Facebook. I post pictures of my daughter. So uh, anyway, you it, yeah. So dude, that match. That's a Ring of Honor match. One of the one yeah. of the best matches I I saw all decade was a Ring of Honor match, and I don't watch that. They posted it free on freaking Facebook, and I remember I was hung over in New Orleans for my best friend's bachelor party. I, I just was sitting there trying to recover, looking at my phone, and they posted it for free, and I watched this match, and I was like, this is one of the best matches I've seen. And then everything he's done, like since he's left, he had oh, that dude, list. The match that he had with his brother? The match yes. that he had with his brother at the first oh. like AEW pay per view, like oh, that, that was a five star match, a five star well, match, like that. That's what I miss in wrestling, putting the story behind it, putting yeah, the, oh, yeah. the psychology. Just, yeah. I mean, and that's all Goldie Hawn. I mean, yeah. but it's both of them. Um, it's both, both of them. Yeah. That's both of them. But um, I mean, they come from a great his father passing, but I, and I'm I'm not just putting this all on AEW, man. It's not just that. It's a, it's what he did before AEW. He had a list where he had all these people that he couldn't wrestle, and he went and tried to go down the, the list. Man, I think he's got to be on my list. Um, again, this is some of my personal stuff, and right now, in la- I would say last year, 2019, he was like my favorite guy. He beat AJ over last year. He was like my guy. I mean, I just wow. love, I wish I watched him more. Um, but yeah. he made number nine. Okay, right on. So that's right gonna on. bring us to number eight on both sides. Uh, and this is uh, this is where I'm gonna interject my own my only actual pick for the top ten, the female candidate. Um, but she's gonna. I mean, she's we're talking about lineage here. She is going to outwin her father in titles. It's just it's inevitable. Uh, she is easily the best wrestler, in-ring worker, even more even more than Becky Lynch, in my opinion, than any mm-hmm. other woman active in pro wrestling today, and that's Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair is my number eight for sure. Uh, the mat, And honestly, the match that I would recommend that everybody go see is a match when she was a rookie. It's a match versus Natalia in NXT. It's uh, Bret Hart in Natalia's corner, Ric Flair in Charlotte's corner. Yeah, I, I remember that. 15 or 16 and that match was just phenomenal man i mean go check it out it's both ladies just being hungry natty didn't have to work for her the way she did she didn't have to bump for charlotte the way she did she was a rookie uh but it was i mean it was great man the great match and she's only been impressive since then i i mean to me charlotte is almost like the reason there's a reason why her and reigns are back to back i think that she's a victim of, of getting pushed too hard and like and the fans maybe kind of like uh, rejecting her always being on TV, but that's not her fault because she delivers every time she is on TV. Every match she's in, she delivers. Um, so yeah, number eight, Charlotte Flair to me. 
Nice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I said it wouldn't happen, and I'm going to show Daniel my list here. Number eight. Oh, there it is. Charlotte Flair. I covered up the rest of the list so he couldn't see it. But, yeah, I uh, agree with with this young man, Sir Daniel Schaefer. Um, who is, who is a Mr. Know-it-all? I mean, have you ever met anybody who knew it all? Like Daniel? What? Open one up for the, hell yeah. What? That's what I'm talking about. Okay, Open so one this up really for happens the... on the shows because I actually forget to get more beer next to me and I have Dude. to like baby run to the fridge Bro. like every time. Yeah, I know. You brought, you bring a little cooler next to you. I know. Cooler, and I only got, hang on, I'm going to go get one more. With ice. This this guy, for a know-it-all, he thinks he knows it all, but he doesn't know enough to bring beer to the podcast. You he wouldn't bring a it's like it's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. The dude doesn't bring beer to a podcast. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't he doesn't know. know I, get, I get ahead of myself, Cass. He doesn't know anything for being a know-it-all. But let me get back to it. I said it wouldn't happen. I thought, I guessed, because we didn't go over this. I didn't think we'd have the same person on the same number. But it's my second female on the list, number eight, Charlotte Flair. I think she's just the, the best. See, it's still to from the first time I saw her to, to the just when I saw her the other day, man. She yeah. does. She's just phenomenal. phenomenal. She has made. Yeah. There's a reason why Becky's credible and and Sasha. Banks and and all those other Bailey yeah. who I love who aren't on the list but are still yeah. great, who hopefully make the list next ten years down the road. Right. But there's a reason why all those girls are so credible, and I think it starts with how credible Charlotte Flair makes the women's division. Oh, she absolutely, is, she's no just a stud, dude, and it's so perfect. I mean, it's obvious. I mean, she comes from Ric Flair, so it just makes sense. But it's you know Whoa. sometimes wrestlers kids aren't that great and. Flair's got some kids that aren't that didn't make it, but she had the she had the gene. Hey she had hey now. Well, they made it in the bed with a couple females, if yeah, you know what I'm did. talking about. <laughs> um, but she made and no disrespect to them, they had their time and they did great. But sure. she had that bug, man. She had the the it factor that he had, and whether it's from him or not, yeah. give him the credit or not, dude. She gets the credit because she's killing it, man. And totally. so she's my number eight as well. And I can't wait to hear what your number seven is because I can't wait to tell you what my number seven is. But you go oh, first. You go okay. first. You okay, go first. So my number seven is a guy that I feel like everybody is going to kind of say, why so low? Uh, so I had to, again, we talked about it at the beginning of the show where some of these guys you put on the list because of how much the wrestling uh, – fan base just loves them right uh, there's the a lot of that, things put into the picking process yeah the dude hasn't wrestled in wwe in like five years he had a failed attempt in mma he's not my favorite wrestler but the dude did shake up the landscape in the mid 2010s uh i mean arguably turned people back onto the business as arguably as hot as it was that SummerSlam time was as hot as the attitude era uh, and it's uh, it's CM Punk at number seven for me for sure, uh, and that is the match I would recommend. Uh, it was I think it was actually Money in the Bank. I want to say it was 2013, um, but yeah, it's no either 2012 idea. or 2013. Uh, it's uh, CM Punk's contract was set to expire. Uh, they're in Chicago. He has to wrestle John Cena for the WWE Championship. Everybody assumes they're going to put on a great match, and Cena's going to go over, but. 
CM Punk wins and leaves the WWE with a championship. He lit up Twitter because the next photo he posted was the WWE title sitting in his refrigerator. Uh, and he said this is where it's going to stay for a while. Uh, and I thought it was great. Uh, not to mention, uh, the guy absolutely lit up the podcast world uh, after he left WWE with Colt Cabana. That was the most downloaded podcast, period, like of all time, I think up until maybe 2018. Uh, but dude, I mean, I, and when I say, I mean, podcast overall, like not like Joe Rogan, uh, whatever. I mean, like it was the most downloaded podcast, what not just, it, not just wrestling. It was the most downloaded podcast ever. That CM Punk, Colt Cabana, huh? Art of Wrestling, um, podcast was the most downloaded one ever for, I think a couple of years. Um, so yeah, you got to give CM Punk number seven here. Didn't make my top five because he wasn't ever really one of my favorite workers, uh, but, you know, on the stick, he was great. He delivered some awesome promos. He delivered some great moments. Uh, and he was capable of having good matches with guys that, you know, might not have been the best workers in the ring. Um, so, yeah, number seven, CM Punk. Daniel? Yeah. When I, so, hold on. Everybody, we need to tell Daniel on this next one, you need to chill out. You need to calm down, okay? Right. You need to get ready for this. It's okay. okay. All right. Don't get too upset. Okay. You didn't make the top five for me, okay? okay? Number seven on my list is Seth Rollins. Don't leave. Daniel, sit back down. Don't leave. It's okay. Get your shit together. This is just get, but like I said, you know, we're getting closer to the top five. It's starting to get personal for okay. me. It's starting to get personal for me. And for me, uh, never – was uh, I j there was something off, and I don't know if it's the curb stomp I wasn't into. Oh, I love the finish. This, I thought this, it was the worst when he did the pedigree. I thought that him was bad losing too. the curb stomp. That hurt was him. bad too. But I didn't. I wasn't really a fan of either. Oh, I um, love the stomp, dude. Love it. I think the the reason he's further down. Yeah, I bet a lot more people have him further up in the list. I don't think he really changed a lot, and I don't think he really. Uh, I don't think he. Like revolutionized things. Red Hart didn't and, change. Shawn Michaels didn't. Really oh, they change. changed the game, dude. They changed the game, hey, bro. So did Seth, this baby. guy, so did all Seth. he changed, all he changed was a bunch of other wrestlers' careers when he hurt them in the middle of the ring. Um, like, other than that, two guys. He hurt two guys. Two. <laughs> I think it was three, wasn't it? Like he hurt Kane. He had Sting, hurt Sting, and no, he got hurt uh, wrestling Kane. He didn't hurt uh, Kane. He got hurt well, wrestling Kane. If he knew how to wrestle, he wouldn't get hurt. Um, I'm I'm just kidding. That's Get just a joke, guy. How many knee surgeries did Sean uh, have? Uh, while he was on his run, I don't think he had any. Like when three, was that four. when he was Seth Rollins' age? Not yeah. any. Um, oh, he lost his smile. You don't remember any of that? Yeah, that was uh, well. That was a. I was gonna hate on Sean if you would let <laughs> me talk. It wasn't really a real injury. He lost his smile because he didn't want to lose the title. But that's. Two Brett. Here nor there. That's a totally different podcast. Um, We're gonna get into a Brett Sean podcast what one did, day. What did you say? I said two Brett. He didn't want to drop his title to Brett. Fuck Brett. Okay. <laughs> Gotta get that in there. Gotta get that in there. Oh God. Okay. All right. I'm writing down the all time. of our Canada downloads just like got triggered. You know what, Canada? Do you? I like Owen. Owen's like my favorite That's guy. True. So That's probably the only reason why they even listen to us. Get on board, guys. I love Owen. Nah, you know what? I can't take that back, really. Seriously, I don't like Brett. Anyway, that's it, man. <laughs> Seth Rollins, number seven. I wish he was higher, but he's not. Uh, bam. <laughs>
All know. right. Well, chalking right along with guys that, like, again, aren't my favorite, uh, but made the list because they swept the nation. Uh, this dude invented a chant that, like, is the only thing that's really caught on big since the Attitude Era, and that's yes, yes, yes. Daniel Bryan is number six for me. Uh, that dude is <laughs> – Daniel Bryan Another is number one. six for me. He, Number uh, six, I mean, that, that 2015-2016 run he had is awesome, was awesome. Uh, the fact that he left, came back, won the IC title, left for a few years, uh, and was a, was a GM, and then made that surprise return, and honestly has had a really good – I've actually really enjoyed him since he's come back from the concussion issues. Uh, I actually mm-hmm. liked the, the Planets champion. I loved that heel run that he had with, like, the grungy uh, Seattle kind of vibe. I, mm-hmm. I really liked that. Uh, and I'm actually liking what he's doing with with uh, Wyatt now. So maybe this next uh, – so, you know, I just – I wasn't – I don't know. Like, I know that he caught on with, like, Team Hell No and people, like, kind of enjoyed his awkwardness. But I don't. I just – I still don't think he's a good promo. I mean, I know that he can captivate a, an arena, but I hate his promos. I think they're so boring and so forced, and they feel so fake and phony to me. Even if he is genuine, I just don't – it doesn't feel right to me. Uh, but overall, you can't argue with it. In ring, he's probably one of the best – just scientific wrestlers that I've seen in my lifetime. Um, I mean, he's, he's a fantastic worker. Um, so yeah, I mean that alone, number six, Daniel Bryan, who is your number six KG cast? My number six is also Daniel Bryan. And he's so good in the ring, probably because he was trained quote unquote by the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels, uh, which means like Shawn, uh, walked into the building one time when he was there. Um, but I I used to love him, man. I loved his finisher. It was kind of like a kick to the – it was like a running jump type thing, yeah. and it was kind of the to the jaw. So yeah. I was kind of like an homage maybe. Uh, never really into him, though. Like I, I didn't like the whole beard, the big beard. Yeah, Before that, beard he had guy. that stuff with Kane. And Neither one just, of us are beard guys. But. Yeah, no, man. And like – like you said, his promos, I never was really into it. He's kind of an unlikable guy. If you ever like see him in interviews, he kind of seems oh, yeah. like con- condescending yeah. and, and pretentious, I think is like the best way to, to... – no, I don't know him, but from his interviews and like things you can see from him just being in everyday life, he's pretentious. Like he seems yeah. kind of condescending to people. But I said one day – this was probably like five years ago – I went to a show, and then I watched WrestleMania. It was like when he was uh, – the whole Roman thing happened. I have never seen – somewhere in that timeline, I remember saying, I've never seen someone that over since Stone Cold Steve Austin. Hey, there was a time in the mid-decade. Ah, so I think CM Punk hit it was around 2011, 2012. Super, that big. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, but this guy was su- – everybody – it felt like – now, there's usually like – you could be really over if 85% of the people are all screaming your chant at one time, but it felt like 99.9 people in the crowd were all screaming yes. yes, whether some of them knew what they were doing or not. He had, like, everybody on this yes thing, and I wasn't watching really at the time, so I'm like, what? It was, like, so confusing, but I was, like, trying – He, I mean, he has to make it for this decade, and I think that's why we both have him where – I mean, he could probably be in the top – if you had him in the top five, I'd agree with it, but sure. we both have yeah. him at six. And uh, yeah, man. Yeah, so that's, that's another that's where the one. I didn't, feelings kind of come in. Yeah. I didn't think we'd uh, both agree with that. Yeah, with, yeah that's I, the worst. So, so, far, have, so far, yeah. 20% of our top 10 was in the exact same spot. That's know, crazy. Math. Uh, math. That's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, but also, 
I don't. My moment, my moment for him is just literally all of WrestleMania 30. Uh, he had a great, fantastic match with Triple H, and yeah. then went on to have a really good triple threat match uh, with Randy Orton, and Batista, of, yeah. and won the title. Uh, it was a, it, I mean, well, it was WrestleMania 30 too. That's, I mean, that's yeah. a huge, that's a huge anniversary. Great, you know, the Boyhood Dream Part Two almost is what they kind of call it. Um, but yeah, that's gonna bring us to our halfway point. Here we, we are now cracking into the top five cast. So far, how are you feeling about these top tens? You feel like we're both kind of hitting um, on all cylinders? Because I feel like we're getting things pretty close to right. I'm I'm surprised that we're so similar. Like even like we've had two that were right on point, yeah. but other than that, we're both in the same ballpark. Area. Yeah. yeah, people that are in my list that are in your list. I mean, it's right, but they're just scattered and broken up a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. Agree. So I'm 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 a little surprised, but uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, I'm feeling good. This is this is fun. I really like doing this, by the way. Oh, yeah, this is really list. fun. Definitely, for list. sure. I think we have the best video games, uh, the best uh, wrestling video games of hey all time now. coming up soon. That one's going to be fun. Yeah, I am enjoying this list thing. Let us know. Be sure to tweet at us or uh, send us a comment on our Instagram, at kfabecom. Let us know what you think about this new list setup. But, yo, let's get into the top five. My number five. Wait, number five. Oh, I, couldn't, five. See, I couldn't see it there for a minute Uh-oh. because it's – John Cena, Mr. You Can't hey See Number Five, dude. I mean, look, you can't you can't argue this dude is a Mount Rushmore guy. This dude is a Hogan, a Rock, a Stone Cold. He is up there. He transcends just being a great wrestler. Uh, he transcends just being uh, all of that. And and the thing is, like, it, it, he's not a. I would say he is a great wrestler, but he's. It took him a while to get there. Um, mm-hmm. The 2010s on that whole U.S. like my moment for him is that entire U.S. Open Challenge. He was having bangers oh. every single week in 2015 on Raw. I mean bangers. Kevin Owens. Um, uh, I was that Kevin got Owens, me to watch. That Garo, got, I was Sammy watching Sane. every oh, week. Yeah, every week on Raw, just because you had to see what John Cena was gonna it do. Was, and they were great. Phenomenal. Oh. Dude, that was you, him saying that everybody was doing like the three moves of doom or whatever they say. Oh, he, that was like, him saying, break, him yeah. saying, oh, oh yeah, you think oh, yeah? that's all I got? Yeah. yeah. Let me show you something, dog. Why don't you, why don't you watch this? And he killed it. And everybody was like, oh, all right. Ziggler, he's, this, he's legit. Um, and dude, literally he got, um, he's had respect ever. Remember he used to get like booed out of the buildings oh, for yeah. a long ever, time. Ever since he turned the crowd ever since then. that, everybody's been like, your boy got it. Well, we all wanted a heel run. And I still yeah. think, I still think. Cena could come back and get a heel run. I think that I think he's gonna do what The Rock did, where he comes back and works for like two years as a part timer. He said he's not gonna be The Rock. I'm not gonna do that, but he is gonna do that, and he's gonna do it as a heel. And I think that's gonna be fantastic. I'll love to see that. I'm here for it. Love John Cena. Number five. Yeah. Send me all your hate tweets at Daniel Daybreak. Get I do it. not mind. John Cena deserves to be in the top five of 2010 to 2020. I don't care if he hasn't wrestled in a year. The dude has done more in the past nine years than every other guy that's probably on your list right now. So he should definitely be number five, John Cena. All of 2015 is my moment for that dude. A whole damn year in the middle of the decade is my mm-hmm. moment. John Cena, okay? I agree with you, but my number five is not Mr. John. My number five is a man that you said earlier way down your list. He is a man by the name of Roman Reigns, and I give Roman Reigns my top five five spot. He makes the top five. Roman Reigns makes it because Roman Reigns has done something that 
a lot of people haven't done other like than people like John Cena. He's yeah. the moneymaker. Yeah. He's the merchandise seller. Yeah. He's the guy that the kids are coming to see. I went to a live show a couple years back, and me and my best friend were there, and we started booing John Cena, and a little kid in the, the right in front of us turned and looked at us with this sad face, and then we both started just cheering. Not I said John Cena, Roman Reigns. And then we both just started cheering Roman Reigns. We did. We were. We felt so bad for this young man that we booed Roman Reigns, and his heart was broken. So then we became Roman Reigns fans. But Roman's Roman Reigns has had such a a crazy go at it, man. Just like you said, you look at him and his faction with the Shield, everything yeah. they did, and how great oh, yeah. and over the Shield was. Yeah. And then you yeah. go with him getting overly pushed when the people didn't want him at, oh, the, at a time yeah. when they were wanting Daniel, and it was just, like, very obvious that you could have showed, explained the situation to, like, my mom, and my mom would have said, uh, make that little guy when seems like everybody wants him. That might be a better business decision, Vince. Just yeah. bad business. He got a bad— Oh, they don't know what they want. I'll tell them yeah. what they want. Yeah, one foot. What? Um, yeah, man. But the 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 popularity he has that people on like the online adult wrestling community don't understand. The guy is he is ki- even money. when he was he's getting literally booed, money in an era when it's hard to find money. He is definitely in my top five just because he is this decade to me. It's a Roman Reigns decade. He got pushed down our, our the Mark's throats like me. When I was mad at him, he got pushed down everybody's throats. But then, and then his whole cancer thing, and it sucks that that's the way he got to get over. But whatever I works, mean, bro. Bro, he's not I mad. Mean, he's a great worker though, and he's a big dude who's yeah. obviously disciplined. He's not yes. slacking. Yes. He's buff. He's good. I felt bad for him that moment he had with The Rock when you could tell The Rock was like in the ring with him after a rumble. That was that rumble. That was the rumble that it should have been Brian. Oh. Uh, and The Rock didn't understand. The Rock's like looking around. You could tell like it was like puzzle. real yeah. time. It was yeah. weird. It was I've never seen a moment like that in wrestling. That's not why he gets number five. I'm just thinking back on like the history of Roman Reigns. It's like that was a weird moment. Like you could just in real time see The Rock like, yeah. what is going on? This isn't right. He's the baby face. Like why are they? What do we do? Like this yeah. is bad. Like how yeah. much he was getting booed. You can tell. I think, the, honestly, this to be is totally bad. honest. It felt like an ego thing from Rock to me. I think he was doing that thing like, you have the balls to boo me. Because it was a while before Rock went back into the ring. Yeah. So I think he was like, oh, no. Like, you like Daniel Bryan so much that you're booing me. I might as well just take my time off. Like, he didn't come back was... or do anything after that for a while. I thought I, I think Rock took it personally. I thought it was more of, yeah, they knew Daniel Bryan was the guy they wanted. But I thought it was, I thought it was like... They were booing him so much, I think everybody yeah. was shocked. I think Vince was in the back, and obviously, look what happened at WrestleMania. He changed the whole oh, bunch. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no way that's what they were planning he to just do mirror. before Everything goes Daniel yeah, Bryan the crowd, now. Yeah. The crowd booed and the outpour booed so well, much. Dude, They're hashtag like, cancel WWE Network was trending number one after that pay-per-view. So, yeah. yeah, that's the only way to get Vince's attention. Like, right. They lost 300,000 subscribers in 70s two hours or whatever it is, but, three days. But, but the thing is, I hate to break it to all you kayfabe marks out there, but uh, it ain't a competition, the Royal Rumble. Roman didn't get to pick that story. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't yeah, get yeah. to be the winner. So hold it against that guy that's him. pushed. Yeah. yeah, 
to, and for him, he's a he's a second, third, whatever he is generation. He's yeah. related to every Samoan to ever walk the planet of the Earth. He's got talent. Except he, Samojo. Ex- <laughs> There's like he's like the odd man out. How how yeah. is everyone else in wrestling like? Conrad to- said that one time, and that was the most I ever laughed. When it's so like, true though. Like how is that possible? Like it's wild. Related to everyone except Samoa. That's true. But yeah, anyway. I digress. Roman makes the top five for me because of that. He's on your list, too, so we're not that far off. But who is your number four? So speaking of guys that are on my list, but they're way lower on yours, uh, you sang his praises, and I already did, too. But number four is Cody Rhodes for me, man. I mean, because I loved – I mean, even though he was mid-card, this is more of a personal choice, too, because I loved Cody Rhodes. As he was. And even in 2014 yeah. and 15, when he did this, the, the Stardust thing, a lot of people shit on that. But, it, dude, I liked it. I thought he did a really good job with it. It was different mm-hmm. enough. It was different enough from Goldust, but he got it over. I believed it. The cartwheel was really cool. Like, the way he did everything was just different. Like, I mean, and he embraced a totally different character and ran with it and got it over. I mean, people could say what they want, but Stardust was over. Like, I mean, he got an Elimination Chamber once. I mean, he at one point, he was o- really over. So, like, dude, I mean, yeah. Cody, and dude, how do you go? Let, all right. In 2010, we're almost 10 years removed from WCW, right? Mm-hmm. He's wrestling. He's a rookie. He's with Legacy, wrestling with Ted DiBiase Jr., doing the Orton thing. That's that's 2010, right? If you would have told me in 2010, first of all, at that point, I thought TNA was like the secondary company. And I was like, that's as good as another wrestling company is ever going to do. You know what I mean? Like, WWE is just too big. They've just they've snuffed out all the competition. But, dude, he left the WWE, went and wrestled in every company he wanted to wrestle, and was the main event in every other company. And then you could argue, okay, well, that's fine because those companies are significantly smaller than WWE. Sure. Right. Then you get with a billionaire and you start up a massive company. Before you even get to the billionaire, you put on your own pay-per-view with just indie guys that you book yourself at all in and you sell it out in minutes. Dude, like you have got – like he, that dude has to be in the top five. Top, has to be in the top – I know it's only been like cumulatively maybe – two and a half years or so of AEW, but he also had that whole independent run that started in like 2015. Then he had the Stardust run, and I loved him in Legacy. I loved him as Dash and Cody Rhodes with the... He was the one white IC title. How can you not, like, that dude has to be in the top five yeah. for me. So yeah, Cody Rhodes is my number four. I want to add a little bit to that about Cody. Fellow Legend of Zelda fan, he even wore the TriStar on uh, uh he does with the, the wings all he still wears it right, a lot right Just, he, he interchanges it every now and then yes right um but dude his so here's my whole thing you you brought up stardust so i loved him i loved him you you said bringing in that white title that's sick yeah. and i liked his little mustache phase and the yeah, mask oh, yeah. stage and all that it was so great and that's why he makes my list too but my problem i was booking the territory so much Whenever he was Stardust, I wanted them, and I knew they were going to do it, but they never did. It was like, this is why – I thought the whole reason they were going to do Stardust was they were going to have him be Stardust and overdo it for a long period of time, and they they hinted towards it, and they tried to do him versus Goldust, but I wanted them to do what AEW did. It And it felt like he did too. He did. That's yeah. why the first thing he did in AEW 
pretty much it was, was that, that match. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like that's what we were missing. Stardust yeah. versus Goldust. Why not oh, have God. this that bloody dude? This, dude, guys, that's what it had to be. That's like, my Vince moment, McMahon by the way. For Cody Rhodes, that's my moment. Go watch oh. Cody Rhodes versus the natural Dustin Rhodes. It is a legitimate five-star match. Yeah. I mean, and I have, like, I, I have enough fingers and toes to count the matches that I actually believe are five stars, and that's one of them. Go oh. watch that. Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes oh. from AEW's first actual pay-per-view as AEW. Phenomenal. Yeah, he definitely makes the list, whether it's top five or at least in the list. I mean, no, hands down, that guy's in the list. But my number four is a guy that... Just one year into the decade, 2011, came out and dropped a pipe bomb, which changed the game, got me to watch the WWE TV a little bit more, which I wasn't watching. A guy that I'm not a fan of, I don't like. I have a lot of gripes where I could just go at him about his old uh, UFC thing. I think he's not athletic at all. Not at all. He's one of the most unathletic people I've ever seen. That's my thing with Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, that's okay, man. He's, like, really, really unathletic, like, just badly, even in the WWE ring, but it's more forgiving in the WWE ring, ring, and he did a good job of hiding his unathleticism, but the fact that he did that whole UFC thing and he tried to talk about how he loved the business so much and he had his own backyard. I I love that I'm giving him number four, and I'm shitting on him, but I'm going to do it anyway. So he has his own backyard federation, and he doesn't— I haven't said his name yet, by the way. Oh, it's uh, Phil Brooks. Um, anyway, so that's CM Punk, ladies and gentlemen. So he had his own backyard federation, and he's a vegan or whatever the hell he is, and I eat clean sure, and not, and uh, whatever. Not I don't. I well, you're an idiot if you don't drink alcohol. Go be a man somewhere else. Dude. Oh Jesus! You're, I'm kidding. I love the AA community. I <laughs> friend, friends friends of Bill, you're okay here. But if you're straight edge. Get out. No, I'm kidding. You can listen to it. I don't care who listens. I just want more. I just want more listens, really, and more likes because, I mean, I'm just a glutton for what. No, I'm kidding. So, wow, what happened just there? So, oh my God, Cass, CM Punk, why do you like him? Why what is, he on is your happening? Rest? So, he's got this. I got a hot backyard federation, and my brother stole my money, and I love wrestling so much, and I'll never talk to my brother again, and wrestling's my life. But then you're just going to like, Act Genesis. like you do, just leave and be in the UFC and act like you're just just it was so like ego. I've never seen ego take a wrestler and a wrestler who was like, a, OK, the straight edge thing to me with him. It's like you're straight edge. You're real, dude. Like he came out. His pipe bomb thing was like, I'm calling Triple H by his real name. I'm yeah. real. I'm keeping it real. His whole thing, whether to sum up, see him punks rise. When he did what he did in 2011 was, I'm keeping it real. He One time he came out and talked to Kevin Nash and talked shit and talked about Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash and, and talked about Shawn Michaels' yeah. drug use on live TV. Yeah. Like, nobody's done that. Like, he did – he called Triple H by his name, and he, he kept coming out and saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win the title and leave, and then he did it. But then he didn't keep it real. He didn't keep it real. Went to UFC and he crapped on the WWE and wrestling for so much and said, uh, "I have I've done everything I needed to do." Like you weren't then you weren't a fan like I was because if I was that successful in it, I'd be like uh, the Miz and John Cena and everybody. I'd be there anyway, for life. For you life. Drag me it's away. It's my dream. Or I'd be it's like Edge. Dream. You be medically cleared and then do everything I can to fight right. back just to get back 10 years later. Hats off to you, Edge. Love you. So glad you're back. 
So anyway, I'm gonna stop because I've just I've never got to say my piece on CM Punk. So that's everything. I, I just it pisses me off because it's like I hate that his whole thing. All that being said, he's in your top five. <laughs> he is in my top. But his whole thing was that he was trying to keep it real. Then he didn't keep it real. I don't I don't like that. But he is because how much he changed the game. He took he he made it more of like a. At the time, they were like being more real, and he was like, it was like, it was like the Attitude Era and like WCW whenever they were trying to make it like real. And I liked that a lot, and I really liked him then. And I liked him before the whole pipe bomb thing. I liked what he was doing before that. He did his old ECW thing, the WWE ECW thing. I think he changed the game so much that he has to be in the top five because if it wasn't for him, I don't think. The WWE in 2018, 2019 would be what it was. I think he literally made people in the business think differently. He made the fan, he changed how the fans thought because of that keeping it real thing. I think he changed the marks. He changed the non marks. I think he yeah. changed everything so much. That's why he's my number four. But you know, I don't like the guy, and I've already said all that. Unless CM Punk, you want to be my friend, man. We can hang out. I'll, I'll not drink a beer. No, I'm kidding. I'm just... Hard pass. Um, yeah, so number I'm... three on my list. Um, I feel like this guy I might be giving away. Uh, I might be uh, shooting his load a little early here. Uh, but I will say this. So uh, when I was a kid, my parents were really into wrestling. They were just musicians, and they weren't just – they just didn't like wrestling. Um, so I actually got into wrestling from, like, babysitters that I would stay with. So my babysitters had bought me some shirts when I was younger. Uh, but the first ever shirt that I bought as an adult, I was – 19 years old, 18 maybe, uh, and there was a show that happened every week on Wednesday nights in Nashville at the fairgrounds. It was called TNA. It was probably 2004, 2003, uh, and the main star, the guy they were pushing, his name was AJ Styles, and he was the first ever t-shirt I bought. I have followed his career all the way from those TNA years when he stayed, when he shouldn't have, uh, and so I want to talk about the whole decade here, and when he left and went to New Japan around 2013-2014, that dude changed a lot of minds and turned heads back and was like, yo, this dude can really go. Uh, he's one of the best, most fluid in-ring workers, but he has his own unique movement with everything he does. It's like he's so technical and so scientific, but he just – he just – he has it, – it, every when, when he throws a punch even, like if you were – imagine like a creative wrestler where it's just like a green guy. If you just saw the green guy throw a like a, a punch or an elbow, you would immediately know that it's AJ Styles. You know what I'm saying? Like his movements are unique to him. Uh, nice. The most unique movement guy uh, that I've probably seen since Sean. Um, and yeah, it's AJ Styles number three to me. Everything he did in New Japan, uh, then that big debut at the Rumble, uh, and this is at a time too when NXT is really starting to gain steam, and a lot of people knew he was getting signed, but they all assumed he was just going to go to NXT because it was kind of their indie brand. Uh, and they just debuted him at the Royal Rumble. It was massive. The the pop was just insane. He's had a great run. He was spent almost a year as WWE champion uh, and had amazing rest, amazing like programs with Jericho, Owens. I mean, everybody that's on top now. Um, you've you've seen him wrestle and it's been great. Brian Rollins, everybody, and he's done. It's been great with all of them. So yeah, AJ Styles is my number three. And now that we're in the top three, dude, we're getting into like just. Upper echelon type people, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, just amazing, amazing wrestlers, in my opinion. But, yeah, the phenomenal Dude. one, AJ Styles, is my number three. 
Three also stands for 30 because we're 30%, dude. I'll show uh, Daniel again just to make sure you oh guys know Oh, my line. God. I number got AJ three. at number three, and I've said it time and time again. He's, like, my favorite since there's no more HBK, um, who might be my number one, even though he didn't wrestle in the decade. I still might make him my number one. Who knows, guys? I don't know. He did, though. Um, he did wrestle in 2000. He did. He did. He did. Yeah. Um, I believe me, I looked. I made sure that was my first thing that I looked at. When did Sean quit? Um, no, dude, AJ, you pretty much hit it all there. I mean, he's a guy that sometimes guys from like WCW that came in, especially like TNA that come in, they don't really get the respect from the WWE and Vince McMahon. But he's cough got a Bobby Roode cough, yeah, Bobby Roode. Right, he's God, gonna walk. He's so gonna walk away from his career with. He, he can't complain, man. He's going to walk away because they respected him, and he deserved it, and he earned it. I mean, he can't – He whenever he hangs up the, the boots and, and hangs up the tights, he can't complain, man. And that's so, and I'm so happy. He is – he was – I mean, like you said, he had the title for almost a year. His yeah. heel work as a heel oh. – he yeah. was able to like – there was one time where they like needed him to be a heel for a month, and your boy went – Okay, I'll be a heel. I forget. It might have been John Cena or somebody. Yeah, it was Cena. Was a heel for a month or two and just was like the best heel ever, made everybody hate him. And then he went, boom, right back. Oh, I'm baby And then, like, they had that. I think they had like two pay per view matches. At the end of the second one, Cena's like, okay, well, I'm leaving, so I'm going to shake your hand. And he's like, yeah. shakes his hand back. And then they hug. And he's like, boom, instantly baby face again. Instantly. Like, that's all you have to do. Perfect. Like, yeah. Perfect. I mean, like you said, dude, he's the best person in the rings since, like, Sean. And close yeah i mean he's really just phenomenal <laughs> phenomenal yeah, there it is. Uh, all right so we're getting there right are yeah, we getting there yeah, is it, it's getting, getting pretty there. close i okay, can't so need nope. to tell you by next two you're gonna okay hate it. i feel like uh, i don't know if you're necessarily gonna hate this but i feel like you can kind of see where i'm going here number two i know you're number one i don't think you okay. do i don't think right. you do number What's two is uh, the the Monday Night Messiah himself? Uh, I, everybody, I mean, I t- I've been talking about him forever. I mean, the, the whole run that he had with with again with the Shield to me, the best member of the Shield. Uh, he's been doing it for a long time. Such a great run with the Authority too. The matches that he had with Triple H were phenomenal. The matches that he had with Orton were really really good. That's a guy that was doing new school stuff, new school wrestling with guys like Sting and Triple H and Orton and like you know, I mean, he's wrestling. 90s wrestlers essentially but he's doing it his way and doing it well um i mean yeah i gotta give this one to seth rollins he's my number two best wrestler of the decade uh just because i've loved everything he does i mean granted like this past like babyface run i didn't like his um presentation but his in-ring work was still great he can still work as a babyface he can still generate sympathy in a match as a babyface he just is not the best at babyface promos I don't give a shit about that. His actual work is my favorite of the decade. To me, he is better than AJ Styles in the ring, move to move. He is my he's my favorite wrestler. Hey period. Um, I mean, he is the guy. Um, so yeah, I mean, to me, Rollins is. I mean, he, he's it. I, and and this was the one where it's like I know I was I try to give a moment for everybody, but it's like. there's no way I can give this guy a moment. There's just too much. I mean, uh, I'd say the first, the the match with him and uh, Triple H at Mania probably is is, is a great one. Oh, you Uh, know what? You 
watch him hurt Sting and Finn Balor with the same move back to back. You could see that. That's a good one. Okay. He decided okay. to do the same move twice and hurt two people, and now he doesn't do it anymore because it hurts people. The buckle bomb? He still does it. It took him on, twice. On TV like every week. I don't know what you're talking about. He took him twice he still to does. do it. Uh, he does um, it a little different now. He doesn't, he doesn't stand. do it any differently now. He, yeah, he literally he does. does it. You Dude, out of your okay, first of all, the buckle bomb is not his. He's throwing you back. You know where the buckle is, and you bump into it oh, improperly. You, know? so you have eyes in the back of your head. You could just feel it. You could just you see the You know where rank. it is because he delivers it from the same spot every time. Obviously, he did. Ben Balor had taken it from him several times. Several times. I'm not going to get into that. It's it's To be tossed in the air backwards. Okay. Yeah, we're not going to have the argument that the buckle not, bomb is a dangerous That's what move. I would tell you to it's watch. Not Go watch him hurt move. two people in the same year and the same move. Still the greatest wrestler probably in my, the ring the I past 10 years. I did see him do it again for a while after that. And I've I seen him do it since. I have seen I, him do it since. I, I he doesn't do it every time. week. He does not do it every week. And when he does do it, he well, stands I mean, sure, way closer to the corner he, and he throws him like in there softly. He, throw, he stands way closer to the corner. He was standing almost halfway across the ring. No one is blaming – no one other than Bret Hart, who you don't like, has ever blamed Seth Rollins for hurting people. And both of those guys said, I've I'm taken the move several times. I felt comfortable taking the move. Seth Rollins never hurt anybody, Ben. The guys I'm taking those bumps took them right. poorly. They would both tell you that, and that's why they got hurt. That's what happened. I'm saying he's dangerous, and I'm more important than Bret Hart. So well, eat that. All Dang. right, Mr. More Important Than Bret Hart. You know who? Uh, oh, that's your new. I'm making that a hashtag, baby. Mr. More important than oh, Bret Hart. I might even make Mr. Know It All. Mr. More important than Bret Hart. That get me a shirt with that on, dude. I'd wear that every day. Oh, people oh my God. Shirt. Yeah. So my, what is your number two? My number two is the reigning, defending. It's Brock Lesnar. Wow. This man is a true number beast. Number two. Wow. Gotta be, dude. He almost was number one. He's Brock Lesnar, dude. He's been the champion just because he's dominant. Yeah. He did his stuff in UFC. I love the realism. I love who's that guy on NXT who doesn't wear the shoes, doesn't wear any uh, boots or anything. I love the realism in the ring. I, I like his name again. Riddle, 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 Riddle. Matt Riddle, like he's your guy, and you don't even know his damn name. Matt Riddle, I don't, I don't, I forgot my fiance's name for the past three weeks. I don't know people's names, all right? Don't, don't come at me that I don't know Matt Riddle's name. You're lucky I came up with it. I love the realism these people are bringing in the ring. Brock Lesnar, killing it, dude. I mean, I don't even, I don't even need to say anything. What, what has Brock Lesnar done, dude? What has oh he done? Him and Paul Heyman are the only things that keep oh, wrestling. Paul Heyman's phenomenal. Paul Hay- See, that's the thing, though. Okay, if it's just Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman no, could have done this for a broom. No. Paul he- Heyman. Oh, dude, this dude no. could have talked. He could have done it for anybody. He could have, but it wouldn't have been as great as it was with this guy. There's been moments where I didn't like. You're right. You're right. You're right. He just, like, totally like flatten people out that I thought he should sell more for. But then when you see him actually sell for people, it makes it more special. Yeah. And there's a reason. And it makes sense at the end. It's like you see him squash people and you're like, well, I don't, why did that happen? But then when somebody finally gets their day with him and he starts selling and he's like, you're like, Oh my God, Brock's rock. And then they lose. Cause he loses. Forget 
he does lose all the time. He, I mean, he's, he's very lot. old school. He protects his yeah. gimmick. So when he sells for somebody, like, dude, if if something. if okay, that that is that, and that's why he he was just an honorable mention for me. Two is way too damn high. I'm sorry, get that censorship button ready, oh, dude. dude. Two is way too fucking high for Brock Lesnar. That's insane. Like that is insane. Like how is that? Dude, he's the only so because it's Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman does all of his legwork every Monday night, building every single angle he's ever had. It's been now again. He's in my honorable mentions. Oh uh, sure, has he been great in the past ten years? Great, of course, of course. But, but dude, you, against- I have enough fingers and toes to count the matches that he's had in the past ten years. That's insane. That's, that's against gonna- my point, though. That's against my point. See, my point is all these guys. You got AJ and Seth and all these guys yes. wrestling every week, and they get pinned, and they get pinned, and they get Bro. pinned, and it's a. You you get to win one week and then you got to lose the next week and that's they do all this BS booking. Fault, though. That's well, not, that's not fair. That's not a fair leg to stand on. I don't think. Well, Brock, Brock is a man about it. Brock he's has been get, the best booked wrestler of the decade. I'll give you that. Brock, yeah. Brock is the best booked wrestler of the decade. I agree. And, and, I agree and, with that. And so when twice a year he sells and lays on his back for you, it, I agree. it means something, and they but talk we, about it on ESPN. Okay. They're but not talking about Seth Rollins on ESPN. we both said, said in this show that you can't hold the booking against the wrestlers. So no, in this case, you can't I'm say not. the booking props the wrestler up. Because, I mean, you, we both just said it. Yes, that is great booking for I him did, because he never has to take bumps because he I, doesn't wrestle every week. I didn't That's say, why I didn't say he bumps in every can't. match. I didn't say booking. The only I said Roman Reigns was number five in that he was. It was because of booking that it, he's number one at the worst booking. I made a joke about that. I didn't yeah, say yeah, that's booking can't make you I'm think. Saying, Brock Lesnar yeah. is the only guy that is in this list that is getting talked about on ESPN. Yeah, because he's a UFC yeah. fighter, but he's a legit guy that is sure. in the that's business that true. is t- putting making people watch. So sure. he's number two for me because if it wasn't for Brock, a lot of eyes wouldn't be watching wrestling. I'm one of them. That's sometimes, fine. I'm good with that. Sometimes angle. I I'm watch. Good with that take. Just I'm not good. Brock's I'm not good with the booking there. take, but I am good with that take. That take I makes think, sense to me. But you said, I mean, you kind of agreed. He was the best book guy. He is. I mean, he is the best book it, guy. But, but it's he, because it's he, more of an old school booking rate. Undertaker didn't have to wrestle every week on live TV and lose every other week like like Seth and AJ does. That's that's nothing sure. against Seth and yeah, AJ. Yeah. That sucks for Seth right. and AJ. But Brock has the benefit of not having to be there all the time and very rarely also selling. So the fact that whenever you see Brock start selling, it makes you excited, almost like it's a like holy crap, I've never seen this before. So yeah. he gets that benefit. Yeah. That's doesn't mean for me that doesn't take him away from his number two spot. I I can see where you coming from. I will agree to disagree, sir. And if you were here right now, I'd take you down. I'd, I'd oh. like. Oh, oh, would you? I'd like hook you. We'll you have to test that out in the coming weeks. But you we're try to, to sprawl. The the I'd like. I'd like hook you with the other flag. You try to sprawl. Oh, I come around. Yeah. I come out. To, I get back. I get the back. I get the back. To, we may have to post a little kayfabe video of us like going one on one for the first time ever in kayfabe comparisons history. Choke You're getting uh, chokeholded. You know what? The people want to know. The people want to know. We'll set up a poll and we'll see who's going to go over. All right. Arm bar. I'm just saying things that I know now. Arm bar. I don't know any other words. Arm right. drag. <laughs> are we at All number right. one? We are at number one. We are at number one. But before we get there, before we get there, I think that we both have pretty serviceable 
um, top tens. I'm just going to briefly back, run back through mine, and I want you to do the same here. My number 10 was Miz. My number nine was Reigns. My number eight was Charlotte Flair. Seven is CM Punk. Six is Daniel Bryan. Number five is You Can't See Me, John Cena. Number four is the father of AEW, Cody Rhodes. Number three is AJ Styles. Number two is Seth Rollins. Who is your 10 through two? One more time, give me a recap. 10, Becky Lynch. Nine, Cody Rhodes. Eight, Charlotte Flair. Seven, Seth Rollins. Six, Danielle Bryan. Five, Roman Reigns. Four, CM Punk. Three, AJ Styles. Two, Brock Lesnar. All right, so here we are. We are at the main, the top spot for the show here. Cass, write it down. Mm. In a big drum Get roll it. here. Get it. Big drum roll. Give me a drum roll in here. Hold on. Are we going to, I thought we were going to, like, say people who <laughs> didn't make it. Now we're going to talk about the guys that didn't make it in the oh, top okay. ten. Sorry. And not, I thought is, you were right, messing up. This is where we actually get to shit on folks. So this yeah. is where we're going to talk about three guys each, or gals, that got booked so poorly that should have been huge stars mm. that just it didn't work out because of the office, but not because of their skill level. Okay? So I'm and I'm not just gonna go through these individually. I'm just gonna I'm gonna touch on I'm gonna say all three of mine and then give you okay. little tidbits as to why. So yeah. number one for me is Bray Wyatt. He's had a great gimmick since he came in. The Wyatt family was awesome, but literally every single time he should have gone over, he lost. Every time he was a Main event threat to anybody. He he lost. He lost. He lost. He lost. Now sure they're doing this. They're doing a big push with him now as the fiend. But that is what it is. We'll see about this next coming decade. Number two for me, Dean Ambrose. That dude sucks. You're never gonna tell me otherwise. He's an awful promo. He's goofy as hell. He has a terrible taste in literally everything because now he's doing what he wants and I absolutely hate it. I know a lot of people love him. I know a lot of people actually put him in the top ten for this for this decade. I think he absolutely sucks. Biggest letdown for me because I did like him only with the shield, and that was it. Number three is Finn Balor. I think he is, again, on the upswing. The new NXT thing that he's doing is great, but he was supposed to have a great universal title run. Maybe it's a case of him just getting struck by the injury bug too often, but the guy looks more like a ballet dancer than a wrestler. Glad he's changing his ways this year, though. Finn Balor's at number three for me. Give me run, Run me down those three letdowns for you. Man, I only have one that's different from you, so I'll just say their names. Bray Wyatt, you pretty much said everything, so I'll move on from there. Number two, you also said it. The guy I, I literally have, I just hated to watch. He made me uncomfortable in the Steve Austin interview that he had on the podcast. Uh, I even forget his name. What's what's his name? You said the other member of the Shield. Uh, John Moxley. John Moxley, exactly. Um, and number three is somebody you didn't say. Sheamus. Sheamus is a man who won the title a whole bunch of times. My favorite thing he did was with Cesaro. I really liked his stuff with Cesaro. Um, And that got ended because of injuries. I just said injuries. Injuries. That's a new thing. Um, So that got ended with – I I don't know how to say words. Injuries. Injuries. Folks got hurt. Folks got broken. Um, Injuries. Uh, but he still is a guy that some people put on their list, but just doesn't have it for me. I don't like the look. I don't like. Uh, I, he's good, but definitely not great. He would he would never make my top ten, and and just I can't believe he's as much as as many. I th- can't believe he won the title as many times as he did, to be honest. So that's my three. 
Um, and I cannot wait to hear your number one because I, I don't I honestly don't know who it is. You probably no know idea. who mine is. I don't. Huh? I really don't. All right. Well, I, I what don't. Is it? I have no idea. What, what do you got? All right. So here we are. As is tradition, we've saved the best for last. So I'm gonna go ahead and let KG Cast go first. <laughs> okay. You want me to go first? Tell my number one. Go ahead and give me you, your number one wrestler of the decade, KG Cast. Who is your number one spot? I like that because you've said yours first every time now. So that's good. This is a man you've said already. I couldn't okay. believe where he was on your list. I'm going to be honest. Okay. I could not believe. I okay. think number one, hands down, no question about it. There's not even a debate. Da, 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 da. It's John Cena. Hands down. He's the most the biggest wrestler of the decade. He is John Cena. He is the Hulk Hogan of the decade. You can go to anybody on the street and say, hey, do you know who John Cena is? And they're they're going to know who he is, and they're probably going to know the word the, to say, you can't see me or do the gesture. Uh, people at work know who he is because I kind of test sure. people in my everyday life. I, I'm well, like, hey, yeah, you know, Mount Rushmore guy. No, Shawn said, Michaels. Yeah. He's a Mount Rushmore guy, and yeah. he, made, he paved the way. He was dominant in the decade he just yeah. now recently started getting out to go to the movies i think john's is he my favorite no do i really want to watch john cena no did he get me over on that uh u.s title run yeah have i seen oh, him yeah. he, actually, he actually had a good match with brock lesnar once yeah one, oh yeah which couple is of them. incredible to the have matches a good with match. brock were great exactly i give him and no, I wish I could have given it to AJ. Let me say that. If if this is like me and like my favorite of the decade is AJ, no doubt. AJ, it's Shawn Michaels, actually. I'm kidding, guys. Number one, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> Cue the music. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, no. As much as I want it to be AJ or or, or whoever, um, or even like Cody or like The Miz or Jericho, people that didn't – I had to make the list the way I made it, and I had to give Well, you Cena. know what? I know that you made your list, but I got to tell you something now, KG Cass. I know. You just made the list I because know. my number one wow. is a guy that you put in your honorable mentions? How dare you? Le Champion? You put Le Champion wow. in your honorable mentions? You put my Brock Lesnar in the honorable My number one. You put my, my number, number one two. is Chris Jericho. It's got to be Chris Jericho. From the best mind. in the world at what I do to you just made the list to a little bit of the bubbly. All in 10 years, all in a 10-year span. Not to mention the fact that he was Y2J before this. before, And then he was Save Us. And then he was uh, Jericho. And then he was uh, – the dude is – the fact that he's still going, dude, yeah, of course we talk about, like, and every time, like, I say anything negative about him, I say the reason why I get negative is because I love the guy so much, and it hurts me to see him, like, do, like, has his body been in the best shape? No. But the dude has also had, like, two top ten billboard hits, like, in the past couple of years. And we're only talking about, like, two, maybe three years of not the best body. Everything else he's been doing since then, and by the way, since we had these arguments, if you've seen him on AEW TV, is he bigger now? Yes, but that... That shit is tone, bro. Like, he is a thick boy. Like, it's not – like, he is – that's muscle. Like, that's just how it fell getting older, bro. But he does look good. He is in shape for sure. He is not getting winded. He is killing it as a heel for AEW. He is literally carrying TNT on his back right now. 
Chris Jericho and the NBA are the only things that are keeping TNT even on TV. Like, dude, yes. Chris Jericho, number one. I, I mean, there's not enough moments. Literally pick any year from 2010 till now. He's going to have at least at least a B match, if not an A-plus match in every single year. So, yes, Chris Jericho is my number one top wrestler of the decade. You know what? I will say this. He should have got the number 10 spot. But does he get the number one? Absolutely not. And I think Help. I want you Help. guys to, to review review my list because my my list you're a stupid idiot. You're a stupid idiot, Cass. Is way better, and I have the better list. So I want all you guys no. to just tell us Hell that no. your boy Hell had a legit no. list. Oh, what's that? A text from WWE? Oh, we're gonna get a poll. Talk about my list. Gonna, all right, oh, we're gonna do a I'll poll. be there to talk about it. We're gonna it do a my poll. List legit. We're going to do a poll on you, tomorrow. You can so we're going to do a poll on friends. Friday. We're going to do a poll oh, on Friday. I love Daniel. He does music can, and all that. Can, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll have one on I Twitter. We'll care. have one on Instagram. We'll have one on Facebook on the page. Okay? You guys tell us which list the most. It'll be, it'll be tomorrow. It'll be the day after the, the podcast comes out. Friday. Right. You guys can go up and vote. Okay? And we'll find out who had the best list. Okay? John Cena has got to be number one. No, definitely not. Not yeah. John Cena. You had him Jericho, like 100%. Six, five. 18, he was in the top five. 34. He was in the top five. He was in the top five. 59. Where did you have him? Right. He was in the top five. Come on. Whatever. But that's going to wrap it up for us this week, boys and girls. I am so glad that you are joined us for this top 10 wrestlers of the decade. I'm pretty satisfied with this episode. I think we touched on, we covered all the bases. I mean, I think that yeah. even though we were 50% with the same wrestlers, we had a lot of different wrestlers with a lot yeah. of different perspectives. How do you feel about uh, the show? Well, look, we were, the, we were 30% at the same wrestlers at the same numbers, but... I don't know what the, we had a lot of the same number wrestlers that were actually in the in the actual list. Um, I thought this was awesome. It was very fun to do. I have to pee so bad though, guys. Well, you're just gonna have to hold it because we're going through the schedule. Oh my god! Know what time it is? Next week, we are covering a nostalgia episode for the month. It's gonna be Royal Rumble 2000. Right before we changed the format, we had decided that we were going to cut this uh, this show because we wanted to watch NXT Worlds Collide. I'm glad we did. But I really want to cover this show because I think it's just phenomenal. Uh, it doesn't get enough praise. A Triple H versus Cactus Jack. Triple H becomes the main eventer. How stoked are you to revisit the year 2000 and this Royal Rumble? I'm going to be honest. This was a time when I was really distraught about Sean leaving the World Wrestling Federation in 98. So I never watched this, and I, I don't think I've ever watched it. So Dude, it'll it's, be... It's, uh, it's in my top five Rumbles of all time, and that is my go. favorite paper. So that's going to be a good one. Uh, that's actually around Valentine's Day, too. So sit down with your sweetheart and watch Royal Rumble 2000 and make fun of the 2000s and how awesome they were. Uh, yeah, so the week after is going to be NXT TakeOver Portland. It'll be an individual show, a standalone, so we can do a deep dive on what's happening there. I'm super pumped. It's just going to be a straight-up coverage of NXT TakeOver Portland. We're going to try to cover at least the, uh, the go-home show before it, too, to give you guys a good... Uh, you know, overview of what's happening there. How stoked are you to actually get to cover like a TV show of NXT? I don't think we've ever covered like a TV show portion of anything ever. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it how it goes, man. It's like it's gonna be fun just to like, uh, just to just just to experience. You know, we don't, I don't yeah. get to watch yeah. that much. I just want to see what it's like to just sit the down and watch for the format change. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, see how it is. 
All right, so the next month, the next week after that's going to round out the end of February, it's going to be the top wrestling video games of all time. We will do the same thing. We'll have three or four honorable mentions. We'll have a top ten. Uh, and then we'll have, you know, the games that should have been great that we were hyped for that sucked. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Yeah. That's February the 27th. I know Cass is hyped about that one. Then rounding out one month of content, we're finally going to have a comparison again and March the 5th. And that's going to be a direct show against a competitor show. We haven't done this in months and months. It's going to be WWE Super Showdown 2020 versus AEW Revolution. That's our next pay-per-view 2020. I love doing these shows. It's going to give us a good chance to go ahead and revisit our old format right oh, there yeah. in March. Uh, I'm super stoked, too, because AEW versus WWE is always good for business, baby. How oh, fun yeah. for that one, man? That's that's I'm gonna say I love all the other ones. The video game one sounds very like I'm that's I'm so ready for that one and I got a lot to say about that. But this, a, it's something about covering AEW. I think I just don't get to watch it as much and it gives me a reason to like I have to watch it. I need to watch it no matter what. Like, yeah. I need to I need to I get into to. it. Even if everybody. It's on the background. Yeah. We all gotta start watching it. We all gotta watch it more. Come on, let's watch AEW. I'm I'm excited and I want to get more involved on the AEW thing. So. This is my opportunity, and it's also my opportunity to go urinate here in about 30 here seconds. Here it is. That's going to wrap us up for today. Thank you guys so much for joining us in Season 2. We are so glad that you are here. We love you all very much. Be sure to hit us with that subscribe button. Leave a five-star review. Tell us how awesome we are and how much you love Season 2 already. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Good evening. Oh, no. I just peed. It happened.